so welcome back to Multifamily Live. Today, we're going to talk about three main elements to consider when you're looking at multifamily investments versus your risk profile. Now, this can be you as the operator or the one purchasing the asset, or it could be your investor or you as an investor looking at potential opportunities for you to invest in. Now, there, there's a, a number of different components here, but typically we're looking at either the project, the risk of the project, or the risk, inherent risk of the market. And lastly, these three elements that typically play into your project are going to be of three different capacities. First, you're looking at cash flow. The amount of uh, revenue or cash flow or bottom line cash flow that may come during the whole period of the project. Next, we're looking at the appreciation or forced appreciation, how the market potentially grows or the path of progress that comes down to make your property more valuable or the amount of work or the element of, of what you've done to the property to enforce the appreciation or, or really the, the value of your property. And lastly is the profit, the profit that you get at the sale. Now, this profit could come just from market growth, the value of the market increasing, or from you implementing a business plan to creating more value in your property. Now, as we look at these different spots here, we look at these different components, each person may see the same project with different risk levels, right? So one may see a, a cash flowing property as more risky compared to another person who sees a cash flowing property as less risky. So let's take this for example here. If you are in a market where potentially it's a, a tertiary market, a uh, we'll say a, a not a primary or secondary market, uh, may not have a direct airport to the market, may be more in a remote area. Well, this property may produce cash flow and may cash flow accordingly. However, this property may not have much growth during the whole period, much growth, uh, basically during your entire life cycle of your project. And the buyer pool may be much smaller when you go to sell this project. So two different parties, two different operators or investors may see this as um, less risky because it does produce cash flow throughout, right? So you buy it today and it starts to give you money back right away. However, other parties may see this as much more risky because when you do get to the end, there may be less people who want to buy this property because just as we said, it's not as a desirable area. On the other spectrum, you may look at a um, seabound area. So, so a Miami, a New York, a San Francisco, right? Where there is not much cash flow to the property. It's more of an expensive property. The, the value, uh, inherent value is, is much uh, more expensive. So during the whole period, there may not be a lot of cash flow that spits off from this property. However, when you do get to a point in the end here of this property, you may see that there's been a lot more growth to the property, a lot more value created to this property because, well, what you've done here has created more value. And part two, the path of progress in this, in this property uh, or around this property has fully grown right? And lastly, there's a ton of buyers who want to be in this market, right? They're much more attractive, not only just from the mom and pop, but to the institutional partners that want to be in these markets here. So two different assets here, both in different markets, both can be seen as risky, more risky or less risky, right? So the, the, the property that's in the, the Seabound market, you could see is very risky because it's very, um, 
in, intertwined to the growth of the area, right? So it may not produce a lot of cash flow. You, so you have to bank that when you get to the end of your project here, that your value creation strategy has worked to create more value in the property or the macro market as itself or the market itself has sustained and grown over time. So as you're looking at your properties and you're thinking about it from an investor standpoint, make sure you, you do look at it from their lenses, right? You want to look at it from their eyes is that regardless of how you see the property, they may see it as more risky or less risky. So when you do have your conversations with your investors or you are looking at other opportunities, every opportunity is not going to be right for them. Every opportunity is not going to be right for you. So it's very important to look at the elements of the property. For us, we, we typically try and find that, that sweet spot between 40 to 45% cash flow and then the remaining 50 to 55% coming from the profit and sale. That's a, that's a perfect world analysis right there. Now, can we always find that opportunity? No, but that is what we are working to get, right? Because it does produce cash flow, right? So out of the gate, it may not produce the levels of cash flow that we're seeking at start, but as we're able to increase the revenue on a property and curb expenses, it starts to garner more cash flow. However, the area we are in, whether it be a secondary primary market is valuable to others. So we will find a buyer pool there. I do not want to be stuck in a market where I'm in a remote area where there's of course limited uh, buyer pool, but it also may be limited renter profile, right? So we may find that the household income for the renter profile may not be ideal. However, I, do, I don't want to be in a market where I'm strictly aligned just to the profit of the sale just to the end road, because it does set too much emphasis on the end. When are, where are we in the cycle, whether from a macro environment here or other factors that are outside my control, dictating my purchase price, right? So I want to make sure I'm aligned in markets where there is potential with the cash flow and the cash flow to increase during the whole period. However, it still will have some desired buyer pool. But I do know many investors that work on both ends of the spectrum. Some want to be very profit oriented. Some want to be very cash flow oriented and everywhere in between. So as you look at your investments today, make sure you're looking at it from a full cycle approach. How is the cash flow? Is there potential market appreciation? How can I force appreciation? Where can the profit be? All right. Have a good day.